Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. More fights, more money this Saturday, baby, baby. And there's only one place to do it. That's DraftKings Sportsbook. Listen, man, it's America's top-rated sportsbook app. It's given all the players a no-brainer of an offer. All right? This Saturday, you got Curtis Blades, Derek Lewis, the Black Beast, heavyweights. They're going at it. There's some other great fights. And if you're going to watch the fights and you know the fight game and you want to make a little money, Get with DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use the promo code BTB, all right? And you can start making money and watching the fights. Do it this Saturday only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Colorado. Only restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Question mark. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or Indiana 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Or in Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Again, that's DraftKings Sportsbook app. All right. DraftKings Sportsbook app. Promo code BTB. Traded football for some fight gear, then got punched right in the face. Woke up with a baby, puke all over the place. But I keep the ground with TYK. This is the best I've ever felt. Started doing stand up. There's a new hand I've been dealt. So right before this makeup on my face begins to melt, it's time to go below the belt. We live. Uh, Not really live. You guys are watching this pre-recorded. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about, man. What's up, kids? Uh, happy post-Valentine's Day. Made up holiday for guys to spend a bunch of money on their girls. Get a bunch of shit gifts from Ralph's or Albertsons or whatever you want to do. Get those flowers. Hopefully you're good to your ladies, and that's a uh, ambulance. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, dude. F- hell yeah. Uh, love living in Santa Monica. Not living here, based out of here, though. Valentine's Day. Good Valentine's Day, Jen? Really good. We had a bunch of seafood. You guys were popping because it was Chinese New Year. Chinese New Year and Valentine's. Big weekend. It's big weekend. Big weekend. You. Yeah. Because you and I were talking about business stuff Friday night, and you were like in the middle of a party. And I was kind of pretty buzzed, too. I was just trying to like... <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. offered the computer. I kept calling you and yeah. Jay, like, yeah, man. I'm like, I'm on, it, I'm you, on it. What are you doing, dude? <laughs> you were getting after it's it. A big man. De- it's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, it's not a big deal. It's Chinese New Year's for this white guy. I know. You know, I like different. the collabs that Nike does, but that's about it. Yeah, we had to do some business stuff. Well, that's me, man. Friday night, call, harassing you, harassing people. It's all good. Yeah. And what can you do, man? Yeah. Can you have anything for Valentine's Day? Nope, I'm single as fuck. <laughs> single as fuck. We need to get you on uh, Love Island. Is, is it called Love Island, the United States? Because mm. that makes sense. Because what island would they put on? Hawaii? Yeah. Love, Love Island. Island Quarantine Edition. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, Christina works here now, who's awesome. Uh, super boss. She was a producer over there. She says the quarantine suck over there. You got to lock down forever. For like weeks before you go on it yeah so i wonder where they shoot it hey you can call it love island it looks like they're shooting in los angeles there mm-hmm. just change the title you know just change the freaking title what are, i'm trying to think you could do love island oh bubble at caesar caesar's entertainment boutique hotel Ooh, that's a bummer we yeah. can always do a collaboration to uh chinder part two 
Those don't work out that well, genders. Yeah, you some you some weird ones. <laughs> Although you did find love. I did. Look at you now. Celebrating Chinese New Year's. Balls yeah. deep. Balls deep. <laughs> Balls deep. Chinese New Year's. Mm-hmm. Bunch of seafood too, huh? Bunch of live seafood. We cooked it ourselves. Uh all the all the the animals from the ocean were yeah. alive. Yeah. Like is crab. I had to kill them, which I hate. Yeah. Do you, you spike it through the... I spike it, yeah. I don't just put it through boiling water. I don't like doing that. No. Oh, you, oh, you mean you don't boil them alive? Yeah. yeah do, oh, thank you, Tim. People do that. Thank you. Yeah, they do. And then the lobsters scream. Everyone's like, don't worry. They don't have feelings like humans. <laughs> oh, yeah? Who told you that? Exactly. Scientists? What the fuck? Do I don't believe them. So you you uh, uh, slaughtered them first with a ice first. pick or something to the face? Two different ways. And then, Inside the apron and then the face. Oh. So you did two Dungeness crabs and mm-hmm. what else? She made like Thai pasta, Thai dish. It's not called Thai pasta, Thai noodles. Okay. Yeah. And so then not like a ton clams, of seafood. Oh, okay. clams too. Live clams? Live clams. And you boiled those. Those things. you could boil. <laughs> yeah, those. Can't those, kill those. We gotta, <laughs> yeah. Those we got to toss in that yeah, yeah. hot lava. Mm-hmm. Yeah, poor things. Well, chin out of popping seafood mm-hmm. Sunday, man. What'd you do? Uh, not much, man. Not much. My father-in-law was looking for a truck. You know, I love uh, automobiles, so I went with him because I like to negotiate with the with the salesman. Although the worst, I like to just see what's going on there. Mm-hmm. He's looking at two different trucks, and then uh, went on a hike with the kiddos. First hike with Boston. Let me tell you something about those kangaroo pouches, man. Those things where the kids are in the front. My lower back was about to blow the fuck out. What Theo say? All I see is Theo's face there. <laughs> Y'all talking, y'all, talk, y'all talking my dime to the bank, Taking eh? my dime to the bank. <laughs> he loves Boston. I know. <laughs> yeah, that was Boston's first uh, hike. And my my back was brisket, man. I was my, oof. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think the move is to put them on the back. I got new running shoes. I'm on day six of my diet, baby. Low sodium. No more fat face. Bah, 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 bah. Shout out to Mike Dolce. Every time I eat a text on picture, I go, cool with this? So last night, my girl wants sushi. And I'm like, I text him, I go, what can I get sushi? Because, you know, sushi and calories can add up. Mm-hmm. And here's a little tip for you other thickies, also fat kids out there. When you get a roll, like you can't do any of the special rolls. You just got to do like a spicy tuna roll, crab roll if it's real crab, right? And if it comes in uh, six pieces, you got to cut it into eight. Or uh, you just got to get it wrapped in like lettuce. Because the problem is, yeah. if you're counting calories and like carbs, there's over a cup of rice in the in the rolls usually, so that's where it adds up. Mm-hmm. So I did, so I, he was telling me all this. I was like, all right, this is just too much, man. It, it's not worth it for this sushi roll to go through all this. So I just got sashimi. Mm-hmm. Just ate a bunch of sashimi, which is great. Uh, we got a giveaway going on, and right I'm glad you brought that up, Chin. We got a giveaway going on right now for Thick Boy. Um, the helmet you always see me rocking was a custom piece. This dude who works a lot with uh, Red Bull, stuff like that. Um, the He created my helmet, the custom one for me and my son. So he created this one-of-a-kind, one-of-one custom Thick Boy Bike Club helmet. It's signed by me. All you got to do is sign up for the newsletter, and you double your chances of winning the helmet. It's a ra- they're randomly pick. The team randomly picks a winner, and you get the helmet in the mail with some gear. Um, it, so you can just... Enter by subscribing to the newsletter uh, at thickboy.com or you double your chances to win if you sign up for the newsletter and you uh, buy some merch. That's how they're doing it. Cool. So, so we'll see what happens, man. 
We'll see what. What happens. does that uh, the twenty one stand for? Twenty one the year. The year what? Oh, this year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yep. Yep. Hey, don't laugh. Did you watch the fights? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Fights were good overall, man. Solid. Not mad that they took my money. Wasn't mad at it. Uh, if you remember, my DraftKings parlay uh, was Kamaru Usman, Kelvin Gaslam, and then Pedro uh, Munoz versus uh, Jimmy Rivera. Three winners, three parlays to win the bet. Uh, the Jimmy Rivera fight and Pedro Munoz was off, so the only bet you could make were, was for my parlay to get the bonus points was Kelvin Gaslam and Kamaru Usman oh. on DraftKings. Both won, both favorites, so it's not like I'm fucking Mystic Brown over here. But still, with the Kamaru Usman-Gilbert Burns fight, I can't tell you how many people text me who are in the business or even not in the business, and then people who are really close with Kamaru and Gilbert tell me that Gilbert was going to win. So many people, so, so many people. My boy Todd, who bets big on the fights, like, I'm going to put money on Gilbert, man. He's 3-1. to one. I'm like... I don't see it, man. I just don't. And, and I know people tell me how the sparring rounds went and in camp and how many times they've trained together. It's just a different level. It's not a knock on Gilbert. You know, he's, he's had a great career and he's going to be around for a while. But it's when you're talking about championship rounds, you're talking about championship fights, the pressure of those big championship fights, Kamaro's been there a few times and he passes with flying colors. Gilbert's never been there. This is his first one. He's fighting a tough opponent, Kamar Usman. You know, we'll get into is he the best welterweight ever. I'm not ready to give him that, but I know a lot of people are. That's the hype beast thing to do right now. You know, so I just, I, I besides, you know, him clipping him, catch him, which he, you know, he did rock him that first round. Like, ooh, maybe, maybe these guys were right. Um, you know, Kamaro said that he goes that that's exactly how our sparring went. You know, I would stay calm, cool, collected. He would throw bombs. Sometimes he'd clip me, and then, you know, I'd take over as the rounds went on. That's kind of how this went. You know, Gilbert rocked him early on. The speed difference was definitely something to be noted if you're fighting Kamaro uh, in the future. Gilbert's speed advantage was insane. Um, but Kamaro's jab, shout out to Trevor Whitman. That's what Trevor Whitman does. When it comes in, his, his game plans, you know, the one with Gaethje was a complete shit show, but... Um, with Kamaro, it's just sticking behind that jab, it, and it really, really worked. And, you know, Trevor's known as this savant now when it comes to coaching. His bread and butter is teaching guys how to jab. That was my thing when I was with him for the longest. That was Shane Carwin's thing. Even though you saw Shane just knocking fools out left and right, Shane's jab was his best tool. My jab was my best tool. Nate Marquardt's jab was his best tool. Uh, Elliot Marshall's, Cody Donovan's, GSP. Uh, Rashad Evans, you go through the list of guys and you see one thing in common. Everybody had a jab. So Trevor Whitman's bread and butter is teaching you to use the jab as a tool and setting up the big shots. So when I found out Kamara was going to Trevor Whitman to switch up his training, get away from the, the camp that they were training at with Gilbert Burns, first thought, his jab's going to get a whole lot better. Sure enough, his jab is what won, a, won, won him the fight. So you know, I know Gilbert clipped, clipped them early on. That could happen to anybody. And most guys that would clip by that would be knocked out. Shows you what kind of shape Kamaro's in. Um, you know, it's right behind the air. There's really nothing you can do for that. And then uh, Kamaro just kind of took over. And it was tough to see in, in Gilbert, you know, the way he dealt with that loss. I, I think most guys feel that inside, but a lot of guys don't show it. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. 
friend of mine was just telling me he has a little bit of dick problem. So I said, you know what you need to do, dude? You need to check out Blue Chew. It's making waves and bringing more confidence in the bedroom. Maybe you're hooking up with a seven and it won't wake up. So what you do <laughs> is you get Blue Chew. It's a unique online server that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form. And it's at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew tablets combat all forms of ED and can help men gain extra confidence in bed when it's time to go. Maybe you don't have erectile dysfunction problems. Maybe you just want a little extra turbo in your game. Check it out. Try it out. Get weird with your girl. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. It ships right to your door. Discreet little package. Nobody knows you're stepping up your dick game. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com. Consult with one of their licensed medical providers. Once you're approved, you'll receive a prescription within days. Best part? It's all online, baby. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredients and strength for your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? Cool. No problems here. Chew it. That's why it's Blue Chew. You know what I'm saying? They're made in the U.S. of A, and they prepare and ship direct, so it's cheaper than pharmacy. So if you like what you just heard, and it's time to go with your girl, even though Valentine's Day is over, maybe you messed up on Valentine's Day, and you got to make it up. Check out BlueChew.com for details and important safety information. And I got a deal for you guys. Try BlueChew for free when you sign up. Promo code SHAUB, S-C-H-A-U-B, at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com. Promo code SHAUB to sign up and receive your first month free. And I thank BlueChew for being part of the podcast. More fights, more money this Saturday, baby, baby. And there's only one place to do it. That's DraftKings Sportsbook. Listen, man, it's America's top-rated sportsbook app. It's given all the players a no-brainer of an offer. All right? This Saturday, you got Curtis Blades, Derek Lewis, the Black Beast, heavyweights. They're going at it. There's some other great fights. And if you're going to watch the fights and you know the fight game and you want to make a little money, Get with DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use the promo code BTB, all right? And you can start making money and watching the fights. Do it this Saturday only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Colorado. Only restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Question mark. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or Indiana 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Or in Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Again, that's DraftKings Sportsbook app, all right? DraftKings Sportsbook app, promo code BTB. You know how we, we you know, always say, oh, he's a, one of the good guys. He's a nice guy. When I say this about Gilbert Burns, I'm fucking telling you guys, he's the best guy in this. He's so fucking nice. And you can see it, man. You can see it after that loss. He still has a lot of work to do. He has a lot of big fights to do. You know, I hope he got paid on this one. And with Camaro... You know, what's left for him in the welterweight division? You know, you look at the the rankings and welterweight, there's not a whole lot for him, man. You know, it's easy, I think, for people to say, oh, he can go to 85 because, again, that's the the cool thing to do these days is jump up a weight class. He's not 85er, man. He's, he's not big enough. You look at his legs. Him and John Jones are battling for, you know, the first team all <laughs> stick boys legs, you know. So he just doesn't have the lower frame to fight at middleweight. You know, cardiovascular and skill wise, he could definitely compete with those guys, but he just, it's just not for him. So you look at the welterweight division, Gilbert Burns, he starched. Kobe Covington beat the shit out of Leon Edwards. He beat the brakes off a long time ago, but Leon Edwards has to get a win before we're talking about him fighting for a championship belt. 
Jorge Masvidal, he beat. Short notice, still beat the shit out of him. I don't think that fight goes uh, any different, whether Masvidal has a 12-week camp or two-day camp. Um, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson would be the would be the matchup. That's the one matchup. I'm like, God, that's a tough fucking fight for Kamaro. Is it the most exciting? I don't know, man. It, you know, you have Kamaro trying to stick behind the jab, which really doesn't work with a guy like Wonderboy. He's not there to jab. He doesn't do the fundamental boxing uh, that a lot of these fighters do. His hands are low. His footwork's too good. So you might get a grappling clinic out of Kamaro, but you know Wonderboy's just not there to to take down. So that's an interesting fight. This, you know, then the dark horse, which I keep telling you guys, Michael Chiesa, he's the dark horse. So besides Wonderboy and Michael Chiesa, who's really who? Who are you going to pay for to watch Kamaro beat next? You know, I can watch any of those guys I mentioned: Jorge, Leon, Col- Colby, Gilbert, Woodley. He beat. Who's ranked seven? Damian Maya, who he beat, ranked eight. Neil Magny, no. Luke, no. Can Wonderboy get a title shot coming off? You know, he's beat two young Lions. Before that, he got stopped by Anthony Pettis. First stop, you know, first knockout of his career. I'd pay for that. I know Wonderboy uh, tweeted out that he wants the fight. It makes the most sense. Now, if you're Kamaro and you're a businessman, you're going to fight um, Masvidal. If you're a businessman, you want to make the most money possible, and you want Wonderboy to get one more win under his belt, um, against a guy like Leon Edwards or Colby Covington, or who knows, or maybe he fights Gilbert Burns. Um, that would make sense, and just knock him, you know, knock both of those guys out. Let him, <clears throat> meaning fight him, not knock. Yeah. I don't know if he's gonna knock him out. That that'd be a tough, tough call there. I don't think he knocks Wonderboy out or uh, Masvidal, but I think he definitely beat those two. He'd be favored in both those fights. That Wonderboy one, you know, Wonderboy, it's just. I, I, I feel like if you get the call to fight Wonderboy, you're just kind of like, ah, oh, shit. Your camp's going to be different. You got to bring in fucking karate and taekwondo guys left and right. It's all, the whole camp's fucking weird. You know, it's just a completely different animal. So if you're looking for a curveball, you're looking for a changeup, Wonderboy's your huckleberry, man. And that, that's a tough fight. That's a tough, tough fight for anybody. But uh, I'm curious about it. I would definitely take my money. But again, if, if I'm a businessman... And I'm um, uh, Ali. Uh, that's his manager, right, Ali? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm Ali, I'm I'm doing uh, Jorge Masvidal next. The the one that could get interesting is what what are they gonna do with Leon Edwards? He's supposed to fight uh, Hamzat, right? Yeah. Uh, Hamzat uh, lost the fight to COVID. By losing fight, I mean he lost this fight against Leon Edwards, and it sounds like uh, COVID kicked his ass, man. Here's what's interesting about COVID. Obviously, Hamzat's in phenomenal shape. And it's just, you know, he was, he, was, he was so worried about, you know, dying from COVID. It sounds like it really whooped his ass. That's what's crazy is how weird COVID affects everybody. Yeah, it's insane. COVID said, Hamzat, oh, you're on this crazy streak. You'll fight anyone anytime. That's cool. How about you fight me? And I'm going to take you out. And that's what it did. So he's going to have to sit on the bench a little bit, recover. So it said he was really bad. He didn't even do two rounds straight. He did one round and then rested. He started coughing, started feeling ill again. We had to cancel the training. He even went into the ambulance to the hospital. When he called me, he had thought he was going to die. Yeah, man. COVID's a motherfucker. Yeah. Depending who you are, how it reacts to your body, COVID can be a son of a bitch. Thankful we're getting out of it. Restaurants in LA, I think, are at 25% capacity indoor. Is that right? Outdoors popping like Wuhan. Out, <laughs> it's fucking popping outdoor. 
So we're, there's some light at the end of the tunnel. The vaccination's floating around. Thank the smart people that put that together. Uh, Newsom, way to go to get to everybody. You're killing it. The game, way to go. You're, hell yeah, dude, recalled. <laughs> um, so, you know, for, so Hamzat's out for it. So for Leon Edwards to even take the Hamzat fight didn't make a lot of sense for him, but he was down to do it anyway. So I think you got to reward that guy with only somebody higher than him. That'd be Kobe Covington, you know? There's the you know there's the old school beef between Leon Edwards and Jorge Masvidal. They could do that, but I really think you know Camaro's in a position where he goes, I want Jorge. Give him a full camp. That's the fight. That's the money maker. That's the fight the UFC is going to do. So I bet you get Leon Edwards, Colby Covington, Jorge Masvidal, Kamaro Usman next, and then Wonder Boy versus Gilbert Burns. That's what I would do. That's what I would do. What do I know though? Um, and then the co-main event was good. Grasso, uh, Barber, mm-hmm. you know, they, they tossed the, the women's flyweights, uh, in there. It's a stacked division. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm still waiting for Tatiana Suarez to come back, man. I think she mopped, you know, she awfully mopped the floor with a few of these girls that we keep seeing get these big wins. So hopefully something happens with her. Macy Barber's fun to watch though. Little tank. Uh, it was like she was fighting ghosts, though. How far she was throwing jabs out and these combos, um, I, I don't know what that was about. She was just so far away, not even in striking distance. And I don't mean just like throwing out there to feel it. I mean full-blown shots trying to hit her, and there's there's nothing there to be uh, hit. So, you know, if she fought like she did in the third round, the first two rounds, probably would have won that fight. I'm an Alexa Grasso fan. She's from... Uh, I think she's from Guadalajara. Guadalajara. Yep, she's from Me- she's Mexican, she's Mexican, Mexican. So my 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 whole uh, girl's family just roots like a motherfucker for. Her. She's awesome. She's yeah, beautiful. she's a bad ass. Yeah. I think it's funny how people were questioning her ground game. God damn, did she look good on the ground? <laughs> and then uh, Kelvin Gaslam, Ian Heinish, uh, just too much too soon for Ian Heinish. You know, jumping up to Kelvin Gaslam, just a nightmare of a matchup. That's why I picked Kelvin in my uh, parlay. Just stylistically, just made no sense for Ian Heinish. He talked about how he was going to, uh, you know, use his wrestling, and he was a stud in high school. I think he was two-time uh, Colorado champion. Shout out to Colorado, which is no punk. If you're a, a Colorado champion, there's some great wrestlers out of Colorado. So I'll see the kid can fucking wrestle. Third round, took him down, looked good. And then he before that, he just didn't use it. I don't know what the game plan was going in. The 29-28, uh, you know, two judges had it 29-28. I guess you'd give him maybe the third. In, in the first, it, the only way I see him the first, if you count those submissions as control. But uh, Kelvin kind of dominated that fight. Kelvin looked great. You know, the commentary team, uh, who I love, obviously, dearly, DC and uh, Rogan and Anik are three of my favorite people on this fucking planet, and there's there's not a team better than those three men in the business, bar none, not even close. There's a reason why all these people are hating on them, because they're the best, because they're the best. Anything that's the best gets a ton of hate. Let's go through the list. Drake, shitload of hate. Uh, the Patriots, when they win, shitload of hate. The, the New York Yankees, shitload of hate. Lakers, shitload of hate. LeBron James, shitload of hate. Uh, Tom Brady, shitload of hate. Is there a common denominator here? Oh, they're all crazy successful and the best at it. Same with this commentating team. They're the best at it, so everyone wants to take the shots at them. Y'all ain't shit. I can't emphasize enough. The rest of you aren't shit compared to those three. So save it. Save it. There's a reason why you're talking about them. Because they're the best. And you know it's going to reach headlines if you if you have their names in your mouth. That's why you're doing it. And hopefully you're getting more followers and more hits on your fucking 
shitty YouTube shows. All right. So good luck, gentlemen. So with uh, Rogan and the team talking about Kelvin Gaslam, the the only hiccup I thought they had was you know, and Rogan's always said this: certain guys, DC, Roy Nelson, Kelvin Gaslam, he always wants them cut to one seventy. Sometimes that's not the answer, and over the years we've learned that's not the answer. Some guys they're just not shredded. They no matter what they do, they're not shredded. So when we see a guy with a little extra body fat, everyone goes, "Oh, he should cut down." Or that that body type with the, there's a little bit extra fat on there. His car. You look at Cain uh, Velasquez, never shredded. Fedor never shredded. Cardio for days. Phenomenal athletes. They're exactly where they're supposed to be at. The, if they get shredded, they're going to lose those powers. So sometimes being shredded and cutting weight isn't the way to go. And sometimes they can take better shots at these weight classes where they're naturally should be at. So for Kelvin. You know, with the thing oh, 170, remember, Kelvin, if he would have zigged instead of zagged against uh, Stylebender, he'd been world champion, man. So when he's that close and we see him go toe-to-toe with the best we have in the UFC, Stylebender is the best we have to offer. Hands down is by far the most technical, best fighter we have in the UFC now. So he went toe-to-toe with him. That was a close fucking fight, man. That was a dog fight. Toe to toe with the champ, you know what? White in the right weight class, my man. You're exactly where you should be at. So he went on that two fight skid. Nothing to hang your head about. You lost the two fucking monsters. You know, so everyone wants to throw Kelvin away. Kelvin has all the skills to be champion, man. Especially when he starts to uh, use more of his wrestling, like he did in this fight. So he lost to Hermison uh, submission heel hook. Oh, three. Darren Till split decision. You know, Darren Till's up there. He's ranked number four. And then unanimous decision to uh, style bender. That was a good fucking fight. He beat Jock Ray, no punk. Uh, Michael Bisbing, I'll say I was an older Michael Bisbing. Bisbing probably shouldn't have took that fight. That was in China. Remember, I think Bisbing took on short notice, flew yeah, up to China and tough. got starched. Mm-hmm. That was tough to see. Um, lost Chris Weidman. That was a tough one. Chris was just bigger. <sighs> beat Tim Kennedy. That's no easy task. Beat Johnny Hendricks, Nate Marquardt. You know, so split decision Woodley. Um yeah, but bottom line is he's exactly where he should be. He, he's been toe-to-toe with the very best in the world, Darren Till, Stylebender. You know, and again, if he would have zigged instead of zagged, he, he'd be world champion. So he just has some work to do. He needs to incorporate more wrestling, and I think he has all the assets to be world champion. All the assets. Ricky Simon looked phenomenal against Brian Kelliker, our boy. Mm, that was tough. I mean, Brian's super tough throughout the whole fight. Tough as they get. Yeah. And then Julian Marquez looked fucking... He looked good. He he's had a long layoff, you know, like damn near three years, three years and change, thirty something months off, thirty three months off, I think. Um, so for you to come back, your debut is on the the main card, you know, against a tough opponent. He looked good, man. He definitely he would have lost that fight if he didn't pull out that submission in the third round. It it drove me fucking nuts. Now listen, fatigue makes you do weird stuff. I get that. I've been there, my man why he would keep going for these takedowns or he would grapple when do on the feet he was piecing the guy up he could have got him out there much earlier i thought but phenomenal fight phenomenal fight weird post uh fight speech with rogan where he's like i want to see who's the loudest hashtag we're the loudest put your city put your country it was interesting it was interesting i don't know if yeah uh then my favorite fight on the card you know, I'm always a fan of Rodolfo Vieira, who's just an absolute monster. Uh, there's, you know, be tough to argue. You know, he's definitely the best jiu-jitsu guy in the card, even over Gilbert Burns. 
I, I tell you guys this, if I had to pick one thing that I could kind of get away with not being uh, a lead at, it'd be jiu-jitsu in the UFC because you can, uh, if you know what you're doing down there, you can avoid all those, you know, all those tricks, all those tricks. And uh, Hadolfo, as you saw, you know, he had his back, he had mount, and then Anthony Hernandez weathered the storm and he was, ex he was exhausted, man, absolutely exhausted. And Anthony Hernandez to submit Hadolfo was insane, dude. And I don't know what the odds were for him to get a second round submission. Some whoever made that bet, balling. Now. I think it's thirty to one or something like that. Nuts. Yeah. You know, for Hadolfo, is he gonna be world champion? Probably not. Probably not. He doesn't have the other tools to compete with the big boys. He he just doesn't. If someone can negate his jujitsu, he's kind of fucked. He, that's kind of all he has. Uh, but he's fun to watch. I always watch when Hadolfo fights. And I, now I'll watch when Anthony Hernandez fights. I, I've been a fan, but that made me an even bigger fan. And then uh, Bill uh, Muhammad, the pressure that man brings is in fucking insane. Just fun to watch, man. Absolutely uh, fun to watch. Big win. He's going to get a top 10 opponent next, I'd imagine. Vienna did her thing with the submission of the arm bar. That poor, poor Mallory girl, I thought she was going to break oh her God. fucking arm. It definitely bent. Can't back. believe it didn't pop. Yeah, definitely be some stretched ligaments there. The whole card was good though. Chris Gutierrez looked phenomenal. Um, solid card. Was not disappointed that I gave him my money. But with Kamaru Usman, you know, let, let's talk about uh, you know people saying he's the greatest of all time. It, it's just tough. It, I, I get the argument, and I, I'm all for it. I'm down to debate this. Because let, let's give the argument for GSP, right? 12-time defending world champion at 170. The face of the UFC, one of the biggest names ever fight in the UFC, had Canada on his back, um, fought in some huge blockbuster fights. You know, and as much as we remember him, you know, he still didn't pull in numbers like John Jones or Conor McGregor or Ronda Rousey. But he, he was... Big, especially at the time, the sport needed a guy like that. You know, a clean guy, real uh, martial artist, real professional, the first to bring kind of the professional approach to the game. Now everyone kind of mimics his uh, blueprint of being a professional fighter, professional athlete, including myself and the entire team out there in Denver, which just copied GSP because he's the first guy we saw do that. So there's that. And you, if you bring up GSP's resume and who he's beat, the you know, now here, here's my bid for Kamaro Usman being the greatest ever. The level of difficulty that Kamaro is fighting at now is so much higher than what GSP did. You know, because you look at GSP's rise to fame, you know, he, he's beating guys that are pretty one dimensional. Um, It'll start from 2006. I mean, you, you, you know, you look at Frank Trigg, Sean Shirk, BJ Penn, Matt Hughes, he lost to Matt Sarah. Uh, Josh Koscheck, Matt Hughes, Matt Sarah, John Fitch, BJ Penn, Theo Alves, Dan Hardy, Josh Koscheck, Jake Shields, Carlos Condit, Nick Diaz, Johnny Hendricks, Michael Bisbee. You know, you look at Kamaro's resume, the guys he's fighting, it's just, it, that's why it's tough for the, these GOAT conversations, right? The Jordan, the LeBrons, it's just a different time. And LeBron's playing a time where the players have never been better. They're so much more technical, they're better shooters. The game's just different. It's faster. It's more offensive. It's just a different animal. He's a better athlete. I'd say Kamaro's a better athlete than GSP. Hate to tell you guys. Um, you know, you, you look at the guys that Kamaro's beat. He's beat some fucking gnarly guys, man. Damian Maya, obviously, he's kind of a, 
a one-trick pony. Uh, uh, Rafael Dos Anjos, monster. On the feet, on the ground, beat him. Woodley, monster. Colby Compton, monster. Jorge Masvidal, monster. Gilbert Burns, monster. So you just you look at you know when he got the belt in Woodley, then defend against Colby, defend against uh, Jorge, defend against Gilbert Burns, uh, beat uh, Rafael Dos Anjos, beat Damian Maya. His level of difficulty to get to being a champion, I would say, is is at a more difficult. Just because the game's different. All those guys I mentioned are, besides Damian Maya, are very good at everything. Everything. GSP was fighting guys, and it wasn't the most exciting. Remember, his nickname was The Rush. Well, that was when he was coming up. They got rid of that nickname, The Rush, after he got his title and started playing it safe, sitting behind his jab, taking guys down. Um, you know, I, I know there's talk about GSP coming back to fight Khabib. What about Kamaro? I mean, that's your natural weight class. Let's see who the GOAT is. Now, here's the thing. Let's see who the GOAT is. GSP's older, man. So even that doesn't do it justice. Because I'd imagine Kamaro beats him. But that's also not GSP in his prime for the same age. That's, that'd be a GOAT conversation. But him being an older GSP doesn't make him better than GSP. All I'm saying is level of difficulty. You know, one of them was playing on, you know, medium. And one's playing on hard if this is a video game. And Kamaro's playing on hard just because... And it's not a knock on GSP. It's just the evolution of the fight game. So that's the argument for Kamaro. But I get it. I get it. You're talking about 12 title defense. GSP is insane, man. It, it, and it's, again, there's nothing GSP can do. It's just when he was fighting. That's when he was in his prime. Kamaro's a bad mamma jamma, though. Bad, bad man. All right, fellas, it's 2021. Your friend here is on day six of the diet, and I'm getting to Shred City. It's going to take a little longer than I expected. That's how it goes, man. And listen, we want to all look back on 2020. We want it in the rearview mirror. So it's time to start dressing for the occasion. It's time to start dressing like there's light at the end of the cutting. And thank goodness for Cuts Clothing. Yes, they've taken classic men's fashion like the plain tee and they've refined it. They give you premium quality, all right? Premium quality. Cut shirts, polos, hoodies, crew sweatshirts are all made for the man who works hard, plays hard, and never settles for less, all in the sport of business. Built for performance in the boardroom, the bar, the gym, whatever you're doing, you're going to look right, man. Take a plain tee, but make it Tony Stark, baby. Look like freaking Tom Cruise in that black top and jeans, man. All right? They cut it just for you, all right? So you're looking for the perfect shirt? Cool, man. Cut set out to create a fabric uniquely engineered for each clothing style, right? They got hoodies, tees. They got it all. Shop by cut. Shopping experience gives you the power to choose your signature t-shirt, select your collar, bottom cut, color, everything you need. It's tailored for your lifestyle. Cut is premium with a purpose. Just not lifestyle, just clothing. It's sport of business. Each Piece of clothing is designed in custom engineered fabric, expertly graded for the perfect fit. All right. So you're going to look good no matter what, man. So whatever you're doing, entrepreneurs, mavericks, athletes, comics, podcast hosts, everyone loves cuts. They're echoing GQ. It's the only shirt worth wearing. Yeah. GQ said, if you can wear a shirt, make sure it's cuts clothing. Let's kick off 2021 the right way. Start with your wardrobe. Get 15% off your first order by going to cuts clothing dot com slash btb that's cuts clothing.com slash btb for 15 percent off the only shirt worth wearing 
Listen, man, your boy's trying to get down from 272, and dinner time can be chaotic. You got kids, you're trying to figure out, well, guess what? With Freshly, it's easy. Their chefs take care of your meals a few nights a week and take the pressure off you. We're all trying to get in shape and eat right. Freshly can help. They're helping your boy out. Their delicious meals are designed by nutritious, cooked by chefs, making it easier to eat better. You got stress, you're tired, you don't feel like cooking, being on a diet's tough, man. Listen, don't look at fast food. Check out Freshly. They offer quality meats without the hard work of prepping, cooking, and cleaning. We got you covered, man. Freshly offers chef-made, nutrient-packed, delicious meals delivered fresh to your door. No cooking required. Grocery shopping, cooking can be a pain, especially right now with Freshly. You don't have to. Your meals arrive cooked and fresh every freaking week, man. So there's no more excuse not to get to Shred City. Ordering is easy. Visit Freshly.com. Choose from over 30 delicious, satisfying, better-for-you meals like steak, peppercorn, sausage, big penny, and the chicken pesto bowl. On my diet, can't have any of that. That's fantastic. Freshly can fit into your lifestyle. They got a variety of meals to choose from, all right? And now you guys can try Freshly for just 6 dollars and 16 cents per meal stop searching the internet for healthy food near me every night start living freshly your meals are always delivered fresh never frozen and ready to heat and enjoy in just three minutes with new meals added every single week all right so right now try it out freshly is offering you guys 40 dollars off your first two orders when you go to freshly.com slash belt stop stressing about dinner stop stressing about your diet let freshly help you out freshly.com slash belt for forty dollars off your first two orders that's freshly.com slash belt for forty dollars off your first two orders yeah fights these this weekend the heavyweights going at it uh solid card too especially for free i love this card absolutely love this card um yeah we'll get into that after this what, what do you got for current events Jen? All right, here's just a quick look at uh, Adolfo's resume. Oh, it's nuts. That jiu-jitsu-wise, it's Yeah, nuts. and That's all stupid. these gold medals. It's absolutely stupid. So he's a beast. Um, so Bobby Green couldn't fight Jim Miller because of weigh-ins. Apparently he had kidney failure and lung issues. Yeah, again, the, the thing to do, you're going to see this week on a lot of MMA shows, fighting shows, you're going to be like, oh, we need more weight classes. We, we, we need to make a change. No, no, no. Bobby Green needs to make a change. He has to cut weight the right way. Yeah, think, to- think of this. Out of all the fights we've had, how many guys end up like this? Yeah. One out of <clears throat> 300 maybe? It's, it's not a weight cut issue. It's not that we need a more weight class issues. Would I love more weight classes? Fuck yeah. More guys, more fighters, more belts. Sign me up. But Dana said he's never going to do that. So there's, there's no sense talking about it. Mm-hmm. So what, what you can do is cut weight the right way. We, we've seen guys cut weight right, the right way. The majority of them do. What you can't do is change the rules for the exception. This is the exception. We don't change rules for the exception. Uh, he was, there are three hills I have to get over in fighting green wrote one giving blood. I hate needles. Oh, interesting. Giving blood Two, uh, I hate heights. Okay. Has nothing to do with this three, the weight cut. I was so close. So, so to be clear, I have ear pockets in my lungs, I guess my kidneys failed. I messed up my back in training. I thought it was just pain from that. Thanks for all the wonderful things you guys said. It's crazy how you can get a lot of love, but not the love you want. If that makes any sense. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who, again, who knows? The, again, I think this was a freak accident. Most guys do it the right way. The, the game's evolving. We're learning more about weight cutting. Guys are getting smart about it. Guys are growing up weight classes or staying where exactly where they need to be. But 
you we we can't go in a frenzy and go, oh, we need to change the game. We need to change it for Bobby Green or whoever. Khabib, remember Khabib had those weight issues, you know. So, and some guys are just lazy. So you you can't dictate your schedule of weight cut and the commissions based off laziness, based off a few exceptions. You know, they're they're doing it right because for the majority, guys are fine, mm-hmm. and we're we're gonna ride with the majority. So again, you're gonna see a ton of stuff. We need weight classes. The UFC needs to change this. That's gonna be the hot thing this week. I'm telling you, it ain't the way to go, because you're you're bound down the majority. I'm sorry, the minority. All right, this is sort of breaking news. Stefan Struve retired. Here's the thing: not breaking news. I knew this last <laughs> week because we're the same manager. There you go. Um, breaking news to the rest of us. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, Stefan Struve is seven foot tall. Had the heart issue. He was gonna retire from that. This time it really is for good. Yeah, because remember he retired before. He put his gloves in the octagon yeah. and walked away. Yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. What's up, everyone? I got an announcement to make. Uh, it was a little too long, so I had to improvise. You can read more in attachment. I've decided to retire from professional fighting. Just, again, such a nice guy. Mm-hmm. The skyscraper. Remember, the biggest feather in his cap is he beat, he knocked out your goat, Stipe. Mm-hmm. Inside leg kick, overhand right. Such a trip. Nuts, right? The game yeah, is of fucking all people. crazy. Yeah. The game is crazy. What else you got? Um, Shout out to Stefan Struve. Good luck, my man. Hopefully find something to put all that energy that you've put into fighting to find success. And he will. He's a smart kid. You could be like a professional wrestler or something. Or not. You know, he has a bad heart. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't want to do that Oh, yeah, stuff. that's... Yeah, yeah there you I don't go. want to do that then. Yeah. Um, so this, this is a weird one, but this guy, the same guy, Julio Marquez. Yeah, he called out Miley Cyrus. The, the whole thing was so produced. Mm-hmm. Like he, the, all this was, I'm sure he thought about it for weeks and wrote all this before. Yeah, and it just, it's just kind of tough, right? Because we want raw emotion, we want real thoughts. And this was, you know, he's like, John, must stop there. I got something to say. You know, I'm from Kansas City, and we're known for being loud with the Chiefs. And I was like, oh, where's he going with this? <laughs> Hashtag we the loudest or whatever. The, I was like, oh, no. And he's like, and then can I do a call? And Rogan's like, yeah, give us your call. He's like, I want to call Miley Cyrus. Will you be my Valentine? So it was it was fun, but it was, it was so overproduced and overthought. I don't like that stuff. Yeah, yeah. If it's too fake. Yeah, it just he's hairy too, man. Yeah, and Miley, uh, Miley Cyrus responded. Oh, what'd she say? She mentioned about his hairy chest too. So she goes... Shave an MC into your chest here, and I'm yours. Happy Valentine's Day, and congrats, my love. Which is super sweet that she did that. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but then he's definitely gonna do it. But check this: this is what he says afterwards. If you get a henna tattoo that says Cuban Missile Crest above your belly button like Tupac, I'm in. Why would you do that? You know, he's just trying to figure it out. Man. <laughs> so he's, we're talking about it. I know. So he's getting what he needed. But you I know? mean, he's getting a lot of pub from it. I'm guessing he could have possibly, no, no, I don't know. What? Possibly met up with her if he didn't say something. He could have been like, uh, shaved the MC into my chest. Yeah. How about dinner? Question mark. Something like that. Not like, now do this for me. Now, oh, then also get a henna tattoo. It's all right. So this is from uh, BJPen.com. I don't know how legit this is, but they're saying that Miley Cyrus responded to that one. And it's just a picture of her. Hold on. Right here. I think this is on her Instagram stories. This could be yours, but you dumb. They're trying to say that she's messaging him, but who knows? I doubt it. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I love uh, 
Julian, he knows this. I'm a huge fan. I wish him all the best. We'll definitely have to get him on a food truck eventually. Uh, more soon. But, um, you know, she was with Thor's brother. <laughs> you know, like, uh, we, we're balls deep in UFC and stuff like that. She, you know, she has more dickheaded her way than she can bat off. You know, I don't think this is for Julian. I just don't. Shooting for the stars. It's fun to talk about. Yeah. I think he ha- kind of had an open, like possibly. I'm talking about a tiny yeah. opening, but that door shut so fast yeah. when he asked for the henna tattoo. Come on, dude. <laughs> so you're telling me there's a chance. There was, there was, dude. And you asked her to get a henna tattoo on her belly button of you. Come on, dude. Shave, shave the MC. How about dinner? Question mark. I'm that in LA next week. See how that would have went. That would have been great. I bet you would have went on dinner and ate outside, and we probably, me and Chin would have probably been next to you at the <laughs> barbecue. Not oh, anymore, yeah. dude. Could have been Miley Cyrus's side piece, bro. You fucked it. Yeah, you fucked it up. You fucked it up. All right. Dana White, remember he was talking about illegal streamers? He's going to bust them and all that stuff. So this is what he said as far as uh, what they've been doing. Streamers, this time I know you had a. So it's interesting because, you know, you don't know how into this I am. I'm very, very into this, and uh, you know, not a lot, of, not a lot of them were streaming tonight. We, we, we were, we were going to go after one of the big ones tonight, and uh, they did not stream tonight. So you can pause yeah, it. Keep doing what we're doing. No, I, you know, you're you're always going to fight this fight. But as far as not a lot of streamers, I know a ton of people illegally streamed it. That's what I'm saying. Now your boy paid for it here. Yes. I paid for it. It's the least I can do with all the you know they give me content to talk about on Monday. Um, so I pay for it, but there's, there's definitely still going on. Everyone I text, like, I'm not paying for this thing. I'm like, then how are you watching it? Like, how you think? I'm like, all right, dude. Yeah. I think he's just saying, I, this. I think what they're, yeah, he's well, they have it. to, yeah. right? Cause just, it's kind of the Donald Trump thing. You just say we're winning no matter what. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're going after like the big streaming things where everyone gets the links from. Mm-hmm. They're going after those, not individuals, but there, there is individuals who are the hubs of those streaming and everyone takes it from there. They're going after those guys. I honestly don't see how it can stop, man. I mean, it will never stop. There's just, yeah. The, it's like trying to stay, stop hate on the internet. It's just like part of the ecosystem. It's just, you know. Yeah. Haters going to hate. Streamers going to stream. See people, some people just don't have money, too. Yeah, in this economy right now, they want to see it, but, you know. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, big news. Bellator. They announced the uh, light heavyweight world grand prix that's and it, great matchups yeah it's pretty great right yeah. i love the early matchups uh why they do my boy phil davis like that how you him the champ off the fucking bat we'll see what happens there uh obviously the the one i think the fan favorite would be anthony johnson yoel romero so cool dude dude and then yoel romero versus that fucking russian or phil davis sign me up mm-hmm. uh yoel romero versus uh, ryan bader sign me up Mm-hmm. Uh, you got one, two, three, four, five, six out of the eight were huge names in the UFC. Yeah. Bader Machida is a fun fight. Uh, Bader's probably favored in that. Corey Anderson definitely favored. Anthony Johnson, probably a dog in that fight. Uh, Phil Davis, probably a dog in that fight. That Russian man is a bad mm-hmm. motherfucker. He looks like a movie star, too. Sure. Yeah. So they're going to do April, July, October, January, February, March, April, May, June, July. I, I'm down for that. I, I, I love 
the tournament styles. Mm-hmm. I love it. Because the UFC, here's the thing. The UFC does the same shit in the lightweight division, heavyweight division, light heavyweight division, middleweight. We do it, but uh, we, like I'm part of it. The, the UFC does it, but they just don't say it. But they, in their head, they're looking at like a bracket. Bellator is just straight up like, hey, yeah, bitch, this is a br- Grand Prix. You all assume it. We're putting it out there. And I love it. Absolutely love it. And it's on Showtime. Mm-hmm. What's up? Johnson, Yoel Romero, sign me up. Yeah, that's a great fight announcement. And um, Corey's opponent, I didn't know who he was, but then that's his record. 18-5-1. Sorry, 14-5-1. Oh, don't get it twisted. All th- Those eight men that are in there are top of the heat, man. The, any any organization, they'd be top of the heat. God damn, that guy's hairy. Yeah, so it is 18-5-1. Yeah, so there's a lot of fights in there. All, all anybody who's in this tournament is just the fucking, just bruisers, man. It's a great tournament, high level shit. Good news for you, Dominic Reyes and Yuri Prajaka. They're rescheduled now for yes. May first, so that fight's That's still a happening. Long ways away. I know that is pretty damn far away. Okay. Um. Okay. I don't know how to. Do you, you know more about this sports stuff? So this is what Greg Hardy Jr. posted about ESPN. It's about crossover sports stars, and he was upset that he wasn't included. Okay, so this is Greg Hardy's post. This is the first I've heard of it, so okay. I'm going to learn as you guys learn. So ESPN decided to do this and leave me out, but include someone who played in college, not professionally, but didn't include my college basketball season for Ole Miss. Oh, I didn't know he played for Ole Miss. Jesus. Done. Which would make me one sport overqualified to be on the list. Uh, I'm also upset I'm not on the list. <laughs> Um, Dana White, Deion Sanders, Deion Sanders at UFC. Don't know who it is that is shitting on my legacy as one of the best cross sport athletes to ever live, but please don't say something. Ole Miss, hello, people. I have tied and broken records in both sports. MMA, what's what records has he broken? MMA, I mean, the MMA career is decent, dude. Tied later, but broken. you know, you're not, you're not in the, you're not getting, you're not getting a gold jacket. Dana ain't putting a gold jacket around your arms. Uh, so he put uh, both records in MMA and NFL. I don't think he has records in MMA. Mm. Um, and also went to NIT with Ole Miss basketball team as starter in the SEC championship tournament. He also caught like six touchdowns as a receiver, not a tight end in college. This beyond disrespectful. This some Stephen A. Smith type horse shit. Shen Sharp and Shaq, y'all got to respect the kid and the facts. Earl Hawani, first round management, Malka. Do I get a post or a sense of we want to act like it never happened? Been the best freaking cross sport athlete for half a decade to full one to a full one almost. almost. Uh, who did ESPN post? I don't know these guys. <laughs> well, that that's Julian Peppers, oh, okay. absolute fucking monster, dime piece wife, dime piece family, killing the game. <clears throat> super, su- I mean, freak athlete. Crossovers. Um, it's tough, right? Because Greg Hardy dominated in football, was an all pro. Uh, obviously, the domestic violence was an issue. Uh, that's, I mean, I, hey, Greg, you know why you're not on there. I, I, I think Greg should be on there. I think if you can leave that outside stuff on, out, out of there, you, you have to do that if you're talking about just what they do on the field, on the basketball court, in the octagon. Mm-hmm. If you're talking about that, 100% Greg Hardy should be on there. Now, he's not a world beater when it comes to the UFC. He's pretty fucking good, though, man. For the little amount of experience that he has, the guys that he's beat, he's pretty fucking good. Um, you know, and then you look at his football career, you know, I had no idea he played basketball. That's ridiculous. What a freak. 
um, and then baller in college football, baller in the NFL, solid UFC career, you know, but as far as crossover, he should 100% be up there because what he did in football is more impressive than what Brock Lesnar did in football. You know, mm -hmm. I'm trying to think, you know, the guys over him would be like, you know, Mitrione has had a better UFC career, better MMA career. Mm -hmm. uh, he beat Fedor. Um, he beat Roy Nelson. He, you know, he, he's, he's had some big wins. Now his football career wasn't as good as Greg Hardy's at all. Greg Hardy should be on that list. Take, take what happened outside the octagon, what outside the football field, outside the basketball court. 100% you should be on that list. I agree. I'm with you, Greg. I don't know about tagging all these guys, but I'm with you. This is a Frank Edgar statement he made about his last loss. Let's see if I have this Instagram here. Here it is. He goes, I, want to, I don't want to be the guy where someone needs to tell me that I need to walk away, but it may take that. I don't know the type of person I am. It may take my coach or my wife to be like, yo, it's time to walk away. I just know that the time is not now. Then maybe one more, man. One more super fight, you know, Dominic Cruz, if he, if we were to get a win or loss, it's Dominic Cruz. So even if we were to lose this next fight, uh, it doesn't really matter. It's Dominic Cruz who's a legend. So maybe for both Dominic and Frankie, it's a it's a walk-off fight. But, you know, I don't see him fight another young guy. Mm -hmm. Hopefully hopefully Mark Henry's in his air. Mark Henry's a smart dude and cares about him. So he has a good team around him. So let, let's do one more and then call it quits, huh, Frankie? Yeah, he's a legend, man. Yes, but what you don't want to have to happen is what happened to BJ and these other guys who stick around way too long. My boy Chuck. Yes, because yeah, UFC like is going to eat you fucking alive. Okay, I saw this on someone's w WLMMA. So, you know, Khabib started his own league, or he's starting his own league. He wants to have Fedor and Brock fight in that league. You better get some money, son. Both these guys demand high pay. So <laughs> get Brock Lesnar out of bed right now? Come on. Yeah, that's the fight we've always wanted to see, right? Yeah. I would love that. I think they're good to do it now, too, like in their age. Both older, mm -hmm. sure. You're going to have to pay Brock, and then I'm sure Brock's going to have to fly to Russia. It's going to take a shit ton of cash. If you come with the right money, I bet you can get Brock out of bed. Maybe. The guy's fucking loaded. Dude. Yeah. He's set. It's a tough ask. I think Brock uh, beats Fedor, by the way. Takes him down, pans him out. I think it'd be close for sure. Um. Anthony Smith is replacing Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker had a like a torn pectoral. Fuck Johnny's so, and, career, man. So he's fighting Jimmy Crute. Johnny was that train on fire, man. Then it's just the wheels starting to fall off a little bit. He had the injury, right? Mm -hmm. When he's breakdancing, torn pec is no punk. Yeah. That's a bummer, man. Yep. It's not an easy fight for your boy Anthony Smith either. That Australian is a tough customer. Speaking of tough customers. That's true. You okay? <laughs> uh, Juan Archuleta. Ooh, that's a great fight. Versus Sergio Pettis. Yes. Great Headline fight. Bellator. Check out the beard on fucking Juan that's there, insane. man. Insane. Redhead. Didn't know that. Great fight. Mm -hmm. And, oh, so this is Daniel out saying what he wants next for Colby uh, Covington and Leon Edwards. I just, that's, that's exactly what you're going to get. He just he's not like, oh, I think he owns the goddamn thing. So mm -hmm. that's that's what you're gonna get. Kind of debate over, yeah. 
Yeah. So Dana Kobe wants Kobe Edwards. Kempton and Leon Edwards. Well, we'll just say Dana makes Kobe Kempton versus Leon Edwards. Because who in that office is arguing with him? Well, I think, shut up. You know what I'm saying? That's how that goes. I, I told you that, you know, you have this welterweight tournament now. You know? Mm-hmm. Kamaru's going to fight Masvidal. Leon Edwards and Kobe Covington are going to fight. And then uh, Wonder Boy versus Gilbert Burns. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. So Paula Costa was supposed to fight Robert Whitaker on April 17th. But they wanted to move it to April 10th and put it on um, ABC. Okay. So UFC on ABC Part 2. Okay. And then Costa didn't want to do it. So he's declined to fight. Oh, smart business move, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. Way to go. After coming off a loss, too. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Way to, fuck yeah. Good management, everybody. Uh, Saturday, April 10th, the UFC chose to headline Paulo Costa Robert Whitaker. Unfortunately, that fight was already targeted for April 7th night. Costa's team is refusing to accept the April 10th date. Seven days. Yeah. Way to go, guys. Yeah. Smart, smart. Alrighty. The UFC is just going to move on. Whitaker's going to fight somebody else. Then they can put Coast on the fucking prelims. We've seen how this goes. Dude, seven days later on ABC? That's a big opportunity, man. I really want to see that fight too. So hopefully. Me too. Hopefully keep it. This is a crazy one. You know, Daniel, Daniel Strauss from Bellator? Yes. Uh, Solid fighter. Charge with aggravated battery and stabbing someone. Okay. Allegedly. Okay. Career's over. Pretty Strauss much. Allegedly became angry after the victim said she didn't want to talk to him and just wanted to be done with the situation. At that point, he allegedly began pushing her out of his apartment. During the initial argument, the alleged victim told police Strauss told her, You don't know me. I'll stab you. They do know each other, by the way. They're on and off boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. So she does know him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he indicated he had a knife. She was being pushed out of his doorway. She said, You're big and bad. What are you going to do? Stab me? So that's exactly what I'm going to do. So Strauss then produced an unknown sharp object, stabbed her in the abdomen. Oh, my God. She quickly, so quickly, she could not identify it per the rest. Uh, he followed her briefly as she fled, fearing for her life. Before he went back to his apartment, she drove a neighbor's house, staying in a local hospital. Um, the alleged victim had a large contusion, her right eye, a punctured wound on her lower right abdomen. She initially declined to speak. The detective responded to the incident, but later said she would cooperate and press charges, fearing he would harm her if she didn't report him to the police. Well, it's Chris Over, Daniel Strauss, you had a good career. You fucked yourself. You hit a woman in the face and stabbed, dude. Not good, man. Yep, it's terrible. All right. Excuse me, was that a shank? It could be anything, like a pen or something. I don't know. God damn it, man. Yeah, terrible. All right, moving on. This is uh, Mark Breland. Who? Mark Breland, who was- uh, The coach? Yeah, the ex-coach. Okay. That uh, Deontay Wilder fired. Yeah, he was a good dude. So he went and talked on, I think it was a podcast or interview, and he said this. He'll never beat Fury. Me and him are done. His career's done. Oh, God. The gloves are off. He said a lot of stuff, too. Like, he didn't train correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I agree he will never beat Fury, unfortunately. And I do think he could maybe potentially beat Anthony. Joshua? Joshua. Just by just landing a power shot? Joshua just stylistically matches up better. Joshua's there to get hit. Fury, if you don't want to get hit, you ain't going to hit him. Mm. Uh, Fury's too technical, too talented. Uh, once you beat a man like that, it's just he just completely dominated him. It did, did what beat him at his own game, absolutely dominated him. Took away the right hand. God, that's heartbreaking for the coach to say that. Yeah. I'll never beat him. Uh, me and him are done. His career is done. Jesus Christ, dude. He also said something that was sort of controversial. He Did you was, listen to the podcast? 
I just read the the article. He said like um the guys some of the guys that Deontay fought and won, he could have also won against too, but okay. in a different time. Okay. You know, that, in the that, that well that's a bummer. Yeah. Well, that's a bummer. Because he's a good coach, but that's a huge bummer. Because you can't coach, you know? You're mm-hmm. you coach is coach, fighters yeah. fight. God damn it. What a shit situation. <laughs> Wilder's situation, the way he's dealt with the loss, the way his coach is coming out now. I mean, just and I love Wilder, man. It's such a shame. Well, you know, a lot's going to be said what happens next. And Deontay, I can't emphasize enough, has to win his next fight. He wins his next fight. We're going Sizzler. He's, he can fight Joshua. He can fight Fury again. But if he loses a Dillian White, which is a tough fucking fight, then it's, yeah, then his coach is probably right. His career's done. But he beats him. It's not done, dude. And I, I'm rooting for Wilder, man. I, I think his coach is off. I don't think he's done. I think he's too talented. He's come too far. He's beat the odds. He's fighting for his daughter still. Uh, I'll, I'll take Wilder in this next fight. Mm. So Wilder responded. Oh, no. But this getting juicy. That's, I guess it's kind of juicy. I'll show you what he did. Miley Cyrus. Coach is talking shit. Today's show's popping. Oh, no. Chappelle, don't do your hair like that. Yeah. And that's what he wrote. Uh, so he put what's understood ain't got to be explained. I ain't got to say a thing. I'll just make a joyful tune unto the Lord and let the people sing preach. Okay. Yeah. Well. And then he uh, did a screenshot of this. Gentle water on coachable says Mark Breland. The beef continues. Yeah. So they're beefing. Okay. Well, that there's nothing worse when your coach for since you were coming up just shits on you. Mm-hmm. And says he'll never win against Fury. I agree. He's never beaten Fury. There's just, it's just shit happens. It's just not in the cards. It's just that he's never going to beat him. Mm-hmm. Fury's never going to fight stupid like he did. Um, in that first fight, he, that's also after a long layoff. So, you know, but I, I do think there's potential for him to beat Dillian White and uh, Anthony Joshua. It's all about matchups and styles. With the UFC, with boxing, so... He maybe can't get past Fury. That's his Achilles heel. But if Fury were to lose to Joshua, because Joshua could beat Fury, matches up different, has different set of skills, well, then he could just kind of go around Fury and fight Anthony Joshua and get his fame back and his crown back. So if you're a Wilder fan, there's a way. God, that is it's just dark. You hate to see that shit, yeah. man. All the shit those guys have been through. Coaches and their fighters are so close. You're staying in hotels together. You're going through training camp together. You're both sacrificing your family life together. So there's this bond. So for them to shit on each other is just, that's vile shit, man. And that coach is a a coach that cared enough to stop the fight when he was getting destroyed. So that's a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. Well, uh, not heartbreaking is this uh, Saturday night fights. I love all these fights, man. You got a heavyweight fight. Bring up the DraftKings odds for me, Chin. Curtis Blaze, Derek Lewis. I'm going to say Derek Lewis. Don't show me yet. I'd say Derek Lewis is a plus 175. Minus 375. Holy shit. Wait, that's for Curtis Blades. Derek Lewis is plus 280. Okay. Jesus Christ. My 375s and it's heavy, mm-hmm. but I get it. God. Dog, that's disrespectful. <laughs> Man, I knew this is a minus 1200. <laughs> God 50. damn. 
Jeez, they got the Izzy odds right though. They got the Izzy odds right on Yon. He's minus two seventy eight. We'll get to that. I can't. That card is so fucking stacked. It's insane. Mm-hmm. I would pay double. All right. We also have Adrian Broner versus Giovanni Santiago on Saturday. Ooh, that's a fun one. Adrian yeah. Broner, AD's back. One of the most entertaining guys in the sport. Adrian Broner back in the ring this Saturday, nine p.m. Eastern, only on Showtime. At the Mohegan Sun Casino in Connecticut. Co-feature. Ooh, and then you got a... I'm never mad at heavyweights. You know, somebody's getting knocked out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dominic Brazil versus Otto Wallen. That's actually a really good fight. Mm-hmm. That's a fun fight. Adrian Broner, though, man. Hopefully he gets it together. Fun guy to watch. Yeah, so for the fights, bring up the DraftKings odds for me, though, Chin. Mm-hmm. Charles Rosa coming back. So these are, um, like we discussed before, they're kind of like just... A bunch of different ones, not necessarily the same. They just cards. throw them all together, huh? Yeah. Hey, DraftKings, I work with you guys. We gotta, we gotta get them in order so the card. You, you can't have, you can't have fucking Curtis Blades, the man of Nunez underneath them because they're, they're on the same card. It's confusing for the squad here. <laughs> um. So you got Andre Arlovski, Tom Aspinall. I hate that fight for Arlovski. I've told you guys how high I am on Tom Aspinall. He is a guy that trains with Darren Till. He's a Brit. He's as tough as they come. Quick fucking hands. Black butt on the ground. Uh, was training partner of uh, Tyson Fury's. He's a monster. This is an awful fight for Andre Olavsky. Now, I know you're saying, well, Andre's beat these young up-and-comers. Look how he's done. I get it. Tom's going to knock him out. Uh, so Tom would be my lock bet of the week, which sucks for me to say because I love Andre Olavsky. Um, Olenek's back doing the damn thing. Underdog, tough fight against Dukakis. Very tough fight. What else we got on there? Eddie Wineland, Charles Rose up. Hopefully he does well. Mm-hmm. It's Flash a solid Gordon. fight, man. Solid fight card. Yeah. Flash Gordon's back. Yeah, uh, tough fight for your boy, uh, Derek Lewis. Now, listen, Derek Lewis is one of the guys as a minus or a, I'm sorry, a plus 280 dog with his power. Not a bad bet. You saw against the Volkov fight, losing the entire fight, ended up clipping him at the very end, knocking him out. He's that guy. Um, you know, Curtis Blaze only loses a guy named Francis Ngannou. If it's not named Francis Ngannou, he usually beats him every single time. He's just a tough fucking fight. For anybody, because his his wrestling so goddamn good, his striking's getting better. I don't think he's going to play the strike game with Derek Lewis. He's not stupid. He is a his IQ inside that gun's pretty high. He's going to take Derek Lewis down and win via TKO. That being said, again, betting on Derek Lewis at plus two eighty ain't bad because of some funny world that we live in in mixed martial arts. If he clips Curtis Blades, this one's over. So if you want to throw a hundred bucks on Derek Lewis and win two hundred eighty, you can do it. That's this Saturday, so enjoy the fights. If you're going to bet, bet with DraftKings. They're the best in the game. Um, Chris plays minus 375, Derek Lewis plus 280. Enjoy the fights, kids. Fan cues? Yep. All right, first one is from Cliffy underscore 89. You like the UFC's new 4K cameras with the blurred background. Looks like a video game in a good way. Yeah, it did look like a video game. I didn't like it. Did you like I kind of dug it. Oh, wow. I thought it was sick. How they do like the pan around of the fighters. It did look like a video game. It's like a 3D type of thingy. Yeah, I dug it. Okay, there you go. You like it. Everyone hates change. It's true. Maybe after like a year or so, maybe I'll like it. Yeah, everyone hates change, but 
if you don't change, you're just going to remain the same. So um, it's a good thing. All righty. Dallas underscore NY. Any official date for when Venom takes over for Reebok regarding fighters, gear, and apparel? It would have to be January, right? I thought it would be a, I thought right this now. is the last, because, yeah, that's a good question. I wonder how they're going to do that. Yeah. God, I don't see that going. I don't know. I don't know, man. Would you have preferred Under Armour? That was like the other guest, right? Yes. <laughs> I love Under Armour. Okay. Um, Venom's such like a niche. like Straight up MMA, right? Straight up MMA. was kind of a Muay Thai brand out of fucking France. I think they sponsored me for a few fights. It's very, very niche. If you didn't think you sold Reebok kits, you ain't selling Venom kits. Oh, there you go. April. There you go. April 2021. Now, the good thing is, is whether it was Under Armour, Nike, you know, whoever it is, it's going to learn from Reebok's mistakes. So it's going to go better for Venom. They're going to come out of the gates a lot hotter, a lot better than Reebok because they're going to learn from their mistakes. Mm -hmm. You would hope, but I'm assuming they do. All right, next one. Green Man Mike, what would you change about Tough to keep it relevant? Oh, man. Um, and there was rumors that it was going to be Colby and Masvidal. Yeah. There was rumors. Yeah, they don't have coaches yet. I don't know if I'd change anything. You know, I, I think the issue they have is Dana White's Tuesday night fights kind of replaced it because – you know, as much as we like the drama in the Ultimate Fighter House, which makes it different than the Tuesday night series, you you need legit fighters. And the 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 Ultimate Fighter has a track record of creating some of the best fighters in the UFC, and a lot of those guys dominate. Um, you know, Kamaro was a Ultimate Fighter season winner. Uh, Julian Marquez was an Ultimate Fighter season winner. So there, there's Kelvin Gassum, Ultimate Fighter season winner. So they come up with a lot of talent. I just don't know how you're going to make it different than the the Tuesday night series because that is those guys want the the be in the UFC so bad and it's real talent, raw talent, and that's what we like. And that's what the ultimate fighter was. But now we're cutting out all the bullshit, all the real world stuff, all the weird gimmick games and volleyball and you know them sitting around the house talking. So I don't I don't know if there is a place for it, unfortunately. And I you know that show gave me my entire career. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's a different time now. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you know, I don't know if you make it digital. I think it is going to be on ESPN plus. So that's a digital path. Um, I don't know what you do. I don't know, man. Oh, there you go. You, I, I think what you do is, you know, to make it different than contender series, the Tuesday night contender series, because those are legit fighters with no gimmicks. So I guess you toss in some of the gimmick guys, the the guys who sh- should probably be on the real world or Love Island. You toss them in there for entertainment value, uh-huh. you know, those characters. Then you toss, which they always do, and they toss them in the real talent. Tossing girls, they've done that before. Mm. All righty, this is Connor dot DC thirteen. Does Prime GSP beat Snoozman, Kamarosman? Yeah, weird. How are you can call Kamaro Snoozman and then be a fan of GSP? Um, so strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I'd say no. The game's evolved. I think Camaro's a better product. Uh, this is Huffington Jack. Uh, what do you think of a commentator matchup, Dan Hardy versus Paul Felder, if they were to fight each other, I guess? Um, I mean, Paul Felder's been active, man. 
you know, mm-hmm. um, Dan Hardy's one of the best minds in the game. I, I hope he doesn't fight and take more hits because his brain is absolutely golden. So um, don't want to see him fight. But if they did fight, Paul's been way more active, man. Paul would win that fight. He's been an active top eight fighter, like recently. He just took Dos Anjos on short notice and pretty fucking well. Um, I don't want to see Ethan fight. Okay. If Paul Felder wants to fight, keep doing it. But he has a great career in broadcasting. Uh, for 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 Hardy, Dan Hardy, if you're looking for like real breakdowns, you know, I just talk shit, man. But if you want like real breakdowns, go to Dan Hardy, man. I think it's Reptile. What is it? Some Reptile? He's on full, BTS. Full BT, Reptile. Full Reptiles oh. is YouTube. And he's on BTS Sport uh, UFC. And th- those three gentlemen are the best in the business, man. Go to the go listen to those guys. All right. You want to do one more? Yeah, if it's a good one, you one more. Otherwise, I want to stop. <laughs> if it, it's hypotheticals, I don't want it. All right, let's just. Is it hypothetical? I mean, they're asking if you. Let me. I'll just ask anyways. Yeah, so, go ahead. Miguel three T X Z K. Yeah, this can be a nightmare. This can be a nightmare. Just Brendan, off his handle, right? <laughs> yeah, Brendan. If you had your chance to call out a celebrity date like Julian Marquez, who would you ask for? I don't even know, dude. Summer, Summer Ray. Summer Ray. Yeah, she's not even really a celebrity, but she's a celebrity. Okay, I mean, she's not Miley Cyrus celebrity. She's a celebrity in a different space. <laughs> the term celebrities can, you know, the term celebrity gets pretty yeah. dicey these days. It's a gray area because of YouTubers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Instagram, Instagram. That's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it at that. All right. Is that it? That's it. All right, kids. Great, grand, wonderful. Next week. Yeah, shit, it's money. Yeah, so that's next week. Next Friday and Saturday, I'm in Tampa, Florida at the Tampa Improv with the squad. Tickets at FATKZ.com. Uh, let's carry on this freaking Buckner celebration, man. Bring that same energy to the Tampa Improv next Friday and Saturday. And then after that, just announced Cleveland, Ohio, one of my favorite places in the country to perform. Hilarities. My boy Nick is the owner there. I cannot wait. Cleveland, Ohio, March 11th through the 13th. Um, oh, wow. Back to back to back. That's cool. Oh, cool. I'm working on my birthday. Spokane. <laughs> just found out. Spokane, yeah. Spokane, Washington, March 18th. Your thick friend's birthday. I will be performing. That's a Thursday, March 18th through the 20th, uh, Spokane. And this is a rescheduled date because of COVID. So damn near all those sh- tickets are sold out. They, we, we're going to add a show, I think, on Thursday. So that's Spokane, Washington, March 18th through the March 20th. All right? Um, yeah, man. Get your tickets at FATKZ.com for all those tickets. But next week, Tampa coming in hot with that Tom Brady energy, son. I should say the Gronkowski energy. He has a little more energy. So let's get wild, man. By wild, I mean just watch me perform and have a few drinks and we're going to have some fun. All right. Uh, thick boys, thickies to uh, get involved in the thick boy helmet giveaway. All you got to do is subscribe to the thick boy newsletter. You'll get updates on merch, everything I'm doing at thickboy.com to double your chances of winning that one of one custom helmet signed by me, buy a piece of merch and sign up for the newsletter. And we're off to the races, man. All right. Thickboy.com for all your thick needs. Sign up. Get the helmet. Love you guys. Be safe. Stay thick. I'm out.